0: Hello sunshine, here we are again, yeah! Have you got people who you would seriously love to velcro yourself to? Even now, even though you've grown up and that sort of thing is like totally immature. Have you ever thought about why that is? you meet who are spiritually so attractive that you'd love to drop everything and move into their house or find yourself talking their ears off about nothing in particular just because somehow you lose all your wits and can't keep your mouth shut or are there people you've never met but you seriously wish you could or had or, or might one day I'm talking about people who have managed to get God all over them in a way that what's inside of them pulls on us like a magnet. We need to find what they've got and we'll do anything humanly possible to get it. I have a couple. The people I watch closely and love like this are and have been some people who, you, some of them you might recognize, who have given everything to do and be what God made them to be. To be in relationship with him in a way that stands them apart from the crowd, but it might be in unexpected ways. Some of the people on my list are Keith and Melody Green, Jim and Elizabeth Elliot, David Wilkerson, Heidi and Roland Baker, and then there are others whom you definitely won't know at all. For example, there's a lady, Jay, whom I watch very carefully to see how the world is going. The natural world, the trees, grass, flowers, etc all show how amazing God is by being exactly what God made them to be. So why would God make me unique and amazing just to tell me that I'm not allowed to be the Anita he made me to be? If it's impossible to turn a duck into a carrot, then it's kind of pointless trying to turn me into Billy Graham. He did an amazing job being exactly who God made him to be. I need to be who God made me to be. I need to work with all of who God is to allow him management and access to all of who he made me to be, to give him veto power, to choose to choose him every time there is a choice to be made. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for somebody to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very selves. Luke chapter 9 verses 23 to 25. This might sound nuts. I went through a period of time when God wanted me, wanted to pick the colour socks I put on in the mornings. It went on for years. The colours meant something and were a testament to the theme of the day. Relationship, being in the river, restoration, royalty, purity, and a bunch of other things. It was a small thing, but it was part of him training me to listen to his voice. It also appeals to my sense of everything being in sync with the creator of the universe, being concerned with the little things. He cares enough to notice my socks. It's also about complete integration, learning to make choices that include Jesus in every decision, no matter how inconsequential they may seem at the time. He doesn't always want me to reference him when I'm picking out clothes anymore. Although sometimes he does and it turns out to be important. There have been times I'll turn up to a prayer meeting and every single person will have the same exact colour jumper or shirt on. That's kind of fun. We grow up and we learn to recognise his heart and his voice. This death, this this dying with Christ, is as much about learning to include him as an essential part of everything we are and everything we do, as it is about anything else. To make Jesus so much part of us, and us so much part of him, that if we forget to include him for some tiny reason, we'll miss his input so keenly that it is like losing a leg. There are other things that come along with the process. All of the self-stuff, it does die. Self-ish dies, self-interest dies, self-aggrandizement dies, self-promotion dies. They all die because there is no room for that kind of focus. When you're focusing on the one whose death meant our life and life in all its brilliance. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. John 10.10 In him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. John 1.4 It's their relationship with Jesus that I appreciate so much about those people I mentioned earlier. It comes out in the way they live their lives and in the way they are so completely still themselves in the process. God has not made little robots out of them. They do not look like each other in any way. Their passion for Jesus is or was expressed in very different ways and found its voice in different endeavours. What are you passionate for? I don't know. But you know and God knows. For me, I want to be like those people. They are so full of Jesus that he leaks out all over the world around them. And it can't help but be changed by him. Their lives are overtaken by him. Their selves are overtaken by him. I want to have all that I am made to be and all that he has placed in my heart to do be exactly like that. The gifts and talents he has given me to be completely filled with him and his love, his presence, his purpose and his power. How about you? To be dead, to be dying, to be that kind of a life. God bless you very much. I'll see you again soon.